It's your boy, Natty Free. I'm going to welcome y'all back to the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. As always, I want to thank y'all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff you do. We enjoy a really, really great podcast. This is episode 65, and it is truly a blessing to be able to say that. I want to thank you all for your prayers, your well wishes, your love offerings, um, whatever it is that you subscribe to is appreciated and it truly is felt. Um, the last episode was pushing an hour. So this episode, God willing, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I only have one talking point. Um, so recently, <laughs> um, my fiance and me, we watched the first part of the Genius documentary. And I think that I could speak for both of us when I say the, the, uh, the part that really jumped out to us was uh, Kanye's relationship with his mother, Donda. And so um, I was just sitting there just taking it all in, right? I mean, it's, it's, it was just so much to take in, you know? And um, when I when I went to work, um, everyone had seen it, and they were talking about it at work, and that was the number one thing that people were talking about was Donda. And so uh, as I was reflecting on what I had seen and just meditating on that, um, a lot of time, God, he can use even the secular things to uh, bring a point to me. And what he brought to me was that we have the power. And what I mean by that, in the name of Jesus Christ, we have so much power that we can either undersell it or oversell it. And what I mean by that, for me personally, um, just for me, a lot of times... Um, there, there are times in my life where I have tried to solve everything, where I've tried to put on, um, I've tried to fill God's position. You know, like, for instance, at my job, there are managers and then there are workers, right? And the managers make managers decisions. But there are times where the workers, um, they step out of their role and they try to make manager decisions and then you know, <laughs> it, don't, it don't always end up well, right? And so um, a lot of times we can oversell our power in Jesus Christ and overstep our boundaries, our, our, uh, our uh, dare I say, our limitations, right? Where, you know, God's job is to work on people's heart. You know, our job is to love on people. And so it's like um, we could get to a point where we think that we have all the answers because um, we've, we've, we've been through so much. Um, we've read all these books. We took all these classes and things like that. So there are times when we can oversell our power in Christ, but then there's times where we undersell our, our, uh, our power in Christ, where we see something and we just become hopeless. You know, we're just like, there's nothing that could be done. Um, this is hopeless. Uh, there, there's just, this just is what it is. And so, um, I was just reflecting on some very recent examples. And so I was just watching them interact in the film. And um, when God gives you a role, he gives you authority in that role. So if you are a husband, if you are a wife, if you are a father, if you are a mother, um, and these are just examples that come to mind because they relate to me. Um, there's so much power in those roles and you could use that power completely correctly or completely incorrectly, you know? And so I think about how, um, a couple weeks ago, you know, um, 
I was dealing with a situation with my younger brother and, um, you know, my fiance just sent, just, uh, said a simple thing to me. She said, I went, I was, yeah, I was leaving the house to go help my brother out with something. And she said something very simple. She just said, you're such a good brother. And, um, maybe she just said that. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, but there was so much power in her statement when she said that um, there was so much power, her being my partner. Um, there was so much power in her saying a statement like that. And not to say that I just flout doubt myself as a brother, but there was something about hearing that, that just uh, gave me an extra push that day, you know, that just took it to the next level for me. And, um, I just think just watching that documentary just reminded me that we have so much power and so much responsibility in the roles that we're called to, you know, Um, and that sometimes we can overlook our impact. Like we can do things like we could, you know, blow somebody off or whatever. And we, we don't we don't understand the power of our body language of our responses our tone like you know we, we 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 underestimate a lot of things but we don't understand just how much we're connected to each other right and so um i just think about as i was watching i was just thinking about how we can really change a lot with how by how we steward over our positions you know like i was i was looking at it and I was talking to the parents at work and, you know, I was telling them like, you know, um, how just looking at Donda, you know, it made me um, reevaluate how I parent. Just just seeing her um, be there for him in such a low moment. And I don't know if she even knew what happened, but her just, you know, encouraging him, lifting his spirit, you know, um, and just speaking those those positive words on him, you know. Because uh, we create the soundtrack that our children hear. We create, we create the, uh, we create the soundtrack that our loved ones hear, right? And so it's just like, um, especially our children. You know, like if we're telling our children, if all we do is remind our children of everything they're not doing, everything that they aren't, that's what they're going to hear, right? They're going to always hear that. And so, you know, when they go into relationships, when they go into work, when they go into all these different places in the world. They're going to hear that voice. They're going to hear that soundtrack. But if they're hearing, um, if they're being re, if they're being um, reassured who they are in Jesus Christ, and we're telling them how Jesus sees them, um, and we're loving them how Jesus uh, wants us to love them, that's a whole different thing. And so it's funny because uh, I had came home um, Tuesday night and. The family um, decided to turn the lights off in the house and surprise me with uh, dinner. And when I went in the room, uh, my oldest son jumps out and he shoots me with a bubble gun. <laughs> and, you know, like my fiance tells me, oh, you know, this was his idea. And um, I told him, I said, that was a great idea, son. And in that moment, he was so excited. Like he, he was so excited to know that I liked his surprise and to hear the words, that was a good, 
job. That was a good idea. Um, you could just see his energy just jump up. Like he was so excited to hear that. And so I was just reminded in that moment that um, we also got to speak it. I think that um, with all these outlets that we have, it could be a detriment. You know, we have um, social media. We have all these different things where it's like you could post all these pictures. You could post all these videos on social media. Um, you could post all these memories. Oh, my goodness. Uh, look at my baby's first step. But um, I think actually sharing that joy with our children or, you know, um, you know, sharing pictures from a first date or stuff like that, like actually sharing that joy and telling the actual person goes a long way. You know, um, it just goes a, a long way. And so I've just been in this space where that where I, I want to walk correctly and responsibly in the power that Jesus Christ, the authority of Jesus Christ has given me in my household, within my family. And so um, obviously it stretches beyond that, right? Like friendship, right? You know, I think about my brother in Christ, Paul, you know, and just um, the words that we speak on, on each other and how the words, the way that he, the, the words, when he, the words that he speaks of encouragement, um, his prayers for me, how much they mean to me, you know what I'm saying? Just how much, uh, that lights me up. Right. And so, um, just know that you have the power in that, although we may look at something as just being a mom, just being a dad, or, you know, we may think that being a parent is just simply buying clothes, buying food and making sure they don't die. Um, there's so much more to it. Right. Um, we may think that being a partner is, uh, you know, having good, uh, you know, being uh, being a good husband is, is, you know, making a lot of money, um, having good sex, and that's it. But there's so much more, um, so much more, you know. And I just think about how we have the, the, we get to create a new norm for our children, and for our partners, we also get to heal a lot of the hurt that they've been through. You know, we, we get to, um, we get to reshape the narrative in their heart. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, um, just growing up around the type of women that I grew up with, um, getting to experience the relationship I have with my, with my fiance, um, she gets to change the narrative in my life. Right. And, um, it's just such a, a beautiful thing. So, I just want people to know that, um, and I think it's kind of similar to what I was talking about before about the whole um, assignment thing and having a job and how a job is more than just your job description. Um, but we really do have so much authority in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, and so I try to be mindful of my body language. I try to be mindful of my tone and all these different things because when you're connected to someone all that stuff, you feel that stuff. You, you, you're impacted by stuff. You know, um, there was a pastor. He said, if you don't want to be hurt, you don't want to feel nothing, never love anything or anyone and you'll be just fine. And so when you love people, when you make yourself vulnerable, um, you're going to go through hurt. You're going to go through pain. But, um, if, if, if we could be more conscious of just the authority that we have, you know, I understand that, I am the father figure to two boys and my 
the way that I go about things is going to affect their mood. It's going to affect their it's going to affect their uh their their path, their journey based off of the things that I say, the things that I do, the things that I do teach them, the things that I don't teach them. All that stuff matters. And so um it was just really cool for that to come full circle and just to remind me, because you know, um, we you know, in the Christian in the Christian faith, we throw the word stewardship around a lot. And um, stewardship is such a, uh, I feel like it's such a vast word, you know, and there's so much, I feel like there's so much that goes into stewardship. And I feel like this is another piece of stewardship for myself is just um, remembering the authority that I have, you know, um, reminding my son that he's smart, reminding, you know, telling my son that he, when he does something good, letting him know, hey, you that was a good job when you did that. Because he needs to know that he needs to hear that, you know, and and that's just building up this 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 uh this 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 soundtrack and that's building up him, you know. But if I'm never um, telling him, then how's he gonna know, you know? And I I remember, you know, talking to one of my brothers in Christ, and he was saying, you know, if your wife struggles with something, you know, um, he was saying it's good to hold each other accountable in marriage, but when you see your partner you know, a husband or wife, um, making strides, you know, if your partner is someone who struggles with, uh, self-control, who struggles with discernment, um, letting them know, Hey, when, 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 when you do see them make strides and that to say you did a good job, you know, I think about how, you know, um, I don't think I'm stepping any boundaries when I say this, but you know, um, my fiance, uh, was just, was just there, there's, there's these people who, who who they don't they don't see the growth the strides that my fiance has made um i think that from an outside looking in t- uh term if you're not with her every day you don't know how far she's came right and so uh you know somebody was trying to bait her using old tactics that would have worked on the old her but see, because she's come so far in Christ, that that old tactic didn't work, right? And so, um, in a situation like that, um, just acknowledging, I was I was so proud of her when she t- when she called me on lunch break and told me, "Hey, um, I didn't fall for this trap," you know. Uh, you know, she's like, you know, I prayed before I, I went there. I prayed before I, you know, picked up that phone and you know, so on and so forth, and just to see her take that stride was so awesome. And it just was glory to God. You know, it was like, it was so amazing. But, um, so just, uh, be mindful of the authority you have and don't underestimate it. Don't underestimate the authority that you have, you know, um, be a good steward over the authority slash power that you have in Jesus Christ. Um, It's huge, man. It's huge. Um, it's huge. So that's something I've just been um, sitting back, sitting back, just meditating on. It's just the power that we have in him. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about that I was meditating on yesterday was, um, for some reason, the love 
your neighbors as yourself commandment came up, right? And so I was meditating on that. And, the, and I was talking to God and I was asking God, you know, how can I love my neighbors as myself? And so one thing that the Lord said that I could start with is by holding myself to the same standard that I hold others to. I'll repeat that. The Lord told me to hold myself to the same standards I hold others to, and then loving others as myself will be much more simple. So you're probably wondering what I mean by that. So one thing that I've noticed is that as humans, we can hold people to a much higher standard than ourselves. So what I mean by that, um, a lot of times I hear at work, I'll hear people at work criticize other people uh, for making mistakes or doing something. But then when they make a mistake at work, they want instant grace. They don't want ridicule. They have all these reasons for why they made their mistake. I think about um, how all these celebrities, they go through different things, you know, Kanye or whoever, and it's just like ridicule, ridicule, ridicule. And a lot of stuff that we ridicule people for are things that we're no better at. Or even if it's something that we may not struggle with, we make sure, like, you know, like for instance, like, you know, when people, when the porn thing comes up, um, I know there's people who don't struggle with porn, right? Or they may not, they may have never smoked weed before or never had a drink before or never stepped down their partner, but you struggle with something, right? And so um, there's this level of humility that's lacking, right? There's this, there's this uh, level of proper um, perspective that's lacking, right? And so the Lord said the first step is to hold yourself to the same standard that you hold others to, right? And so it's like we have these high expectations for the president. We have these high expectations for um, Steph Curry. We have these high expectations for Kanye West or Kim Kardashian, um, whoever, but we don't have the same standard for ourselves. And like, you know, like um, there's this one guy, I was listening to a podcast and he was talking about how people, they always criticize rich people for only donating $1 million. And they'll say, oh, well, $1 million is only like 5% of their salary. And he said, have you ever donated 5% of your salary to something? And so it's like, there's, there, there's not this equal standard, right? And it's like, oh, well, because you are the president, um, there's a higher standard for you. And I, w- I would say yes and no. Um, just because you're not the president of the United States, just because you're not a billionaire, doesn't mean that you can't donate money to causes. Doesn't mean that you don't have responsibility to your environment, to your uh, community, right? That doesn't absolve you because you're at a lesser role. You know, just because... I'm not the manager of my job doesn't mean that I'm not held accountable. Doesn't mean that I don't need to make good decisions. I still need to make good decisions no matter what title I have. Right. And so um, that was a big thing. The Lord reminded me was just uh, hold yourself to the same standard that you're holding others to. It doesn't matter uh, what their title is. And, and once again, we get caught up in that. Well, Oh, you know, Kanye has hundreds of millions of followers on Instagram um, and blah, blah, blah. And that's true. But nonetheless, we all have a, a, a circle of people that we influence, whether it's our 400 followers on Instagram, whether it's our children, whether it's our friend circle, we still have responsibility 
to some type of community. So that was a big thing that Laura said. Hold yourself to the same standard that uh, that you hold others to. And um, so I started to think about that, right? Where I'm just like, you know, um, loving others uh, as myself. So what does that mean? That means um, interacting with people the way I want them to interact with me. So if I'm being short with people, if I'm being hecka rude to people, um, if I'm being dismissive to people, but then I want people to be compassionate with me. I want people to listen to me. If when people are talking, I'm cutting them off, rolling my eyes, um, then I'm not loving my neighbors as myself because I'm supposed to love Felicia as if she's me. (laughs) You know? And so, but the Lord told me the only way that I could love um, Felicia as myself is by holding myself to the same expectation and standard that I set for Felicia. Same thing with Jackson. You know, um, I can't uh, tell Jackson that he needs to be a good listener. But then um, when mommy's talking to me or if I'm some or whatever, I'm not or or if I'm you know reading the scriptures and I'm not listening to what God's telling me, I'm being disobedient. There's no way that, that Jackson could possibly respect me if I'm telling him to have listening ears, but then I'm disobeying the Lord, right? There's no way I could tell Jackson that he needs to be grateful, that he needs to be, that he needs to have humility if I don't appreciate what I have, right? I can't tell Jackson to be humble, to uh, be grateful for what you have, um, that you have a great life if he sees me complaining about how small my bed is, or he sees me complaining about how slow my car is, or he sees me complaining about, um, I deserve a raise. You know what I'm saying? So to love your neighbor as yourself, the first step is to hold yourself to the same standards you hold others to. And I think that's a very convicting message, you know, cause it could be, we can make all the excuses in the world why somebody should be held to a higher standard the pastor at church where well, you're the pastor you stored over all of these people so what that doesn't mean that you don't have a responsibility you know and we could we could critique and, and pick apart people because um of their title and it seems more it sounds more important than ours but in, in that process we could totally dismiss that we still are responsible like if you go to a church the pastor is definitely the head of the church and has the responsibilities, but it doesn't mean that you as a member don't have responsibilities. You have responsibilities in your everyday life. You also, you know, have, you also have responsibility to your brothers and sisters in Christ where, you know, if you see your brother and sister in Christ struggling and they need prayer, they need help. Um, that's not a, well, that's a pastor thing. I'm not the pastor of this church. No, you can step in and you can be there for that person, you know? And so, uh, that's just something that uh, the Lord shared with me. But um, those are two things I got for y'all today. Hold yourself to the same standard you hold others to. And don't undersell or oversell the power that you have in Christ in whatever um, role that you've been put in. Anywho, <laughs> this is your boy, Natty Free. 
Um, once again, I want to thank you all for just your continued support of the podcast. Um, I definitely want to get into some, I'm still laying down the groundwork for some ideas. And I think that, um, as I gear up for the, for the wedding, um, I think that I'm going to more so just focus on that. And then after we'll get into the artistic side of things, but for now, um, I'm just focusing on just growing in this space, um, just being a better me. So, um, I'm still making music, still, you know, chopping beats, still, you know, um, working on different creative ideas and things like that. But, uh, ultimately, um, that time will come. I'm a very, my fiance would tell, would tell you this. I'm a very patient man. I don't rush nothing. I don't, um, I don't grow, I don't grow anxious very, very often. I'm patient because I know that God will create a time and space. So, um, I look forward to sharing uh, updates on the art, but for now, I definitely just want to um, focus on my family, focus on this season I'm in, and then uh, when the uh, time lands correctly for the video, the videos and music or whatever God has, um, it will it will come. But um, thank you. For those of you, I know not all of you guys are believers, and so some of you guys tap in for poetry, music, and things like that, and so you ain't been getting that, so you're like, what's going on? So um, I will definitely um, keep you all posted. And by the way, if you've been seeing me post QR codes, um, those are real songs that are from an album that I'm working on, so uh, I'm posting them up for 24 hours, so I hope that you guys see them. I hope that I hope that the algorithms work in my favor and that you guys are able to see those uh, QR codes and able to scan them and listen to some stuff that I've been working on recently. Um, man, please keep me and the fam in prayer. Um, if you guys need prayer requests, please send them my way via email. A lot of you guys listen to the show, have my number. Please text or call me, um, DM me on Instagram, whatever. However you get a hold of me, do that. Um, this your boy Nanny Free, and I'm up out of here. Yee hee! I need y'all sing this with me. Come on. And it goes like this, like this. Uh. Lately, I ain't been alright. Uh-huh. But that's alright. Call my job cause I'm going on strike Thank you God for the blood of Jesus Christ Thank you God Lately I ain't been alright Nah But that's alright Yes sir Call my job cause I'm going on strike Thank you God for the blood of Jesus Christ Thank you God He my rock man he keep me upright I could always count on Christ when I'm going through life Life was like ice it was cold But I know that I could always count on you And your yoke cause it's so light Thank you, Christ. Daily, I ain't been feeling alright, but that's alright. Cause I got Christ. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God. Cause lately, I ain't doing alright. But that's alright. Call my job, cause I'm going on strike. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Cause lately, I ain't feeling alright. But that's alright. Uh, yeah. But that's alright.
a little sick I can't get stuck like this The blood it can't be mixed Only water rinse Still and killing I'm grinning The evil swinging Miss important pieces The reason the king was risen Disease death death The crypt that crack blessed The hearts that won't rest The fist that chin checks devils I'm moving many mountains The church is screaming shouting Praise break I stump and beat chest The word is pure blessed No rest just full press Show next to demons I can't believe another season of treason I gotta stop an evil leaking Keep on teaching no law It's gonna be alright I once was a sinner I was hooked on right Got back to my work and my mind alright Oh yeah Gonna be alright I once was a sinner I was hooked on right Got back to my work and my mind alright Lately, I ain't doing all right. But that's all right. Call my job because I'm going on strike. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus Christ. Because lately, I ain't feeling all right. But that's all right. Lately I ain't been alright, but that's alright Cause Jesus never leave my side, omnipresent at all times There with my problems collide, with my demons want to combine But no weapon formed against me should prosper Doesn't mean that no weapon will form How would a tree grow if the rain never pours? How would you be solid if you ain't never walked through that storm? My strength comes from putting my faith in the Lord, see no one said that this life would be easy like sunshine With a field full of ripe peaches When trials come we can rejoice when we see it Because it give us endurance to hold it down When it's time to see Jesus Strength is our character and give us confident hope of salvation to come He gave us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts up with his love To fill our hearts up with his love I can't lie Cause lately I ain't doing alright But that's alright Call my job cause I'm going on strike Thank you God for the blood of Jesus Christ Thank you God for the blood of Jesus Christ Thank you God for the blood of Jesus Christ Cause lately I ain't feeling alright But that's alright